Wani wada salami sahibiyal. Wani gaifka nola shayfrah. Hosting this podcast where my aim is to connect with Somalis everywhere to discuss various aspects of life, some universal things, and in particular things that affect Somalis in general, such as what makes us Somali in terms of identity and heritage, wherever you may be in the world. The specifics of Somali culture the, in my humble opinion, endangered Somali language and how we can revive it. And yes, I am fully aware of the irony of speaking to you in English right now. And basically for this space to be a space where we can celebrate being Somali, Somali Nima, if you will. Some topics will be jarring, polarizing and take us out of our comfort zone, but there can't be any growth without any discomfort. We have to live in our truth. And the truth is, as much as we love our people, our land, and we bleed hashtag Somalinimo, there is so much work to be done. Talking about it obviously won't be enough, but it's a start. Most of the topics are going to be well-researched on my end, but this is also a social commentary. So a combination of qualitative and quantitative data will be presented in our discussions. As well as having serious discussions, we are also going to have fun, share stories, and as an aspiring improv comedian, I will try to provide some comic relief here and there. I hope you stay tuned. Send your opinions, thoughts, and questions to ifkanolasha at gmail.com. My email is on my Twitter account. My Twitter account is ifkanolasha, double A at the end. This first episode, I would like to discuss identity. Identity is very important to many people. It allows us to have a sense of who we are and where we fit in this world. As Somalis, what makes us Somali? Some people will say, well, I'm Somali. My father's Somali, my grandfather's Somali, my great-grandfather's Somali. I know my Aptirsi, the counting of genealogy from one's father all the way to the clan name. Since my clan was birthed, what a ridiculous question. There's no question that I'm Somali. Okay, Somali bata. What about half Somalis, where one of the parents is Somali, but the other is of another ethnicity? What determines their Somaliness? Are they Somali if the father is Somali? Or is it because at least one of the parents is Somali, they are Somali? Or are they not Somali at all since they are not, quote-unquote, full-blooded? There is a personal link here for me, myself. I am a Somali woman. Both my parents are Somali. Personally, I identify as Somali-American because I've lived more of my life in America than Somalia, but I do strongly identify with both. I've always been pulled towards my community, Somalis. And the older that I get, the more Somali that I'm getting. I'm even thinking of returning home soon. Okay, maybe not. Well. Maybe so. Who knows what the future holds. But this is my personal connection. I am a mother of a young boy. He is my life. My Qalbi His father is African-American. 
And often in my community, our community. Although, yes, I'm a single mom, I'm the one raising him, his Somaliness is questioned. My actions are also frowned upon and uh, people have verbally let me know before. It used to get to me and I ignore it mostly right now. Coincidentally, males who have children with Ajnabi women do not receive this treatment, nor have I heard their children's Somaliness being questioned. Why? Shortly after I posted the poll about half Somalis, I received a link for a Somali spot discussion board where Somalis have posted about my poll, my picture, and information about my child, and a lot of vitriol followed. Somebody posted that I had a child with quote-unquote Tyrone, which at first made me chuckle because here Tyrone is code word for African-American. I shortly realized uh, the insidious nature of their comments and that they really believe this, um, this racial purity idea. It's interesting because the fact that they're mostly communicating in English lets me know that they're younger people who are more likely than not were either born and or bred or have spent at least more than half of their lives in the West and are then more likely than not educated and exposed to a lot of different people from various backgrounds and walks of life. You would think that they're more open-minded, but no. This is the reason um, I posted the poll. Um, From discussions with other people, you can get a little consensus, but I really wanted something documented. What determines whether one is Somali? Obviously, for those who answered firmly yes, or yes if mom, or yes if dad, a genetic component is very important. Secondly, those who answered yes if dad is Somali, there is a cultural aspect to that answer, the Atirsi. Not Somali unless you have a clan and you can only get your clan from your dad. Hmm, interesting. And the interesting part for me is that it was a a woman, a young woman who posted this. Anyways, I've had quite some debates about how Abtirsi is actually sexist towards Somali moms, Somali grandmothers, Somali great-grandmothers, because how is it that I can know and count every single Olay all the way to the clan name, but I have nothing, not even a name, from all the women that birthed those men. The majority of us, when it comes to Abtirsi, it's just all of the Odayal that birthed the other next Oday, to the next Oday, and to the next Oday. And usually, if we do know these women, they're usually a footnote, and in the bigger scheme is the importance of these men who have comprised clan names, sub-clan names, some of them sub-sub-clan names. Okay, so not only is Abtirsi sexist towards Somali moms would have Somali kids, it's actually really sexist towards all Somali moms, uh, even though the moms are usually that do the hard labor of carrying a child, birthing a child, uh, rearing a child, you know. We have a lot of, I'm not the only single mom Somali, there's a lot of, lot of Somali single moms that have full-blooded Somali kids or often raising the children on their own. 
So um, basically, Aptirsi is a disservice, in my opinion, to Somali mothers. But again, what I repeatedly get, though, is this is our culture. And someone even said, I can't change my culture because some people have married Ajnabis. But the fact of the matter is, you're only not accommodating some people. You're obviously accommodating the male, right? And again, this is our, collectively, okay, our culture, may I remind you. And it's not solely to accommodate men. So we also need to discuss how sexism and patriarchy plays very big parts in our cultures, but specifically in this topic, in validating the Somali Nimmo. And the definition I'm using here is not a political ideology. I'm just using it as the being of Somali, Somali Ahansho. So the Somali Nimmo of children who have a Somali mother, but an Ajnabi father. Another aspect which I haven't asked in a poll or otherwise made a note of it yet is if um, the children that are half Somalis are aware, specifically the ones with the Ajnabi father, are aware about the Somali prejudice against them. Um, I talked to my own child about bigotry and prejudice, uh, whether here in America or within our own community. It's not something you can dump on them in a single day. It's a continuous discussion. The fact of the matter is that that awareness is an important defense mechanism uh, because you need to know that people's bigotry is not because of a personal shortcoming that you have or some flaw that you have, you know? And I think for a child, that's a really important thing to know because that reduces Rejection can sting. Either way, um, I think it's important that the awareness and then you can decide on your own if you are that child how you're going to proceed. So basically, um, a place where you're not wanted, don't look at it any further or basically remove yourself from the equation wherever wherever you're not wanted. Um, so one avenue is to completely dissociate yourself uh, from them. And I have personally in the past because I felt I had to protect my child from their cruelty, from their prejudice. And um, it was like that for a long, long time till I got a little older and wiser. And I realized, to be honest, and my child is an extension of me, and that's his heritage also. So with that being said, I think you decide for yourself how you're going to identify and do not ever allow others to decide for you with their nitpicking and sexism, where they uh, welcome children of Somali fathers with Ajnabi mothers, and they um, do not welcome children with Ajnabi fathers. And again, when they try to um, stop the discussion with this is my culture, culture isn't this stagnant thing that doesn't change or evolve. And there's, you know, various aspects of culture that needs to be looked at again and that needs to be further dismantled, to be honest. So don't let anyone squash the debate with this is my culture. Well, it's mine, too, and I'm not happy with it. So I'm going to dare to challenge it. You can challenge me, too, if you want to, but. I'm going to challenge this and I'm going to try to dismantle it because I think it's sexist and I think it's unfair. And um, the fact of the matter is, um, I like to go back to uh, this notion. Um, we're not free until all of us are free. So until everyone is, um, until there's equity for everyone, there really isn't any equity. Okay. But anyway, 
Um, the changing times also play a big part in it. There was a discussion about the views of Somalis abroad and the views of Somalis um, inland on this particular topic. Um, but first, let's look into specifically the poll results. Um, first off, I'd like to say that the final poll um, was about 755 people voted. Um, 71% say they are Somali, 19% um, say if the dad is Somali, then that child is Somali, 5% say no, not Somali at all, if not, both parents are Somali, and 5% say if this mom is Somali, then that child is Somali, which is quite an interesting take. Um, so out of 755, that's 38 people. Um, so um, I, I, I don't know, <laughs> you know, that's interesting, and it's kind of like an outlier. And um, I don't know if that is a result of the changing times or um, people kind of being fed up with the sexism and like sticking it to it. I have no idea, but it's worth looking further into it. But anyways, uh, 143 out of the 755 said if the dad is. 38 also said nope, not at all. And a vast majority, 500 plus, said yes. So someone mentioned that these results are skewed as the voters are more likely than not from Western diaspora. And um, this person also mentioned that those people were Black Lives Matter and the fact that they don't have quote unquote or culture. So the jury is out on that one. But some poll limitations that I would like to mention is that um, the poll is anonymous, uh, which here it can be a good thing because it gives one the freedom to vote truthfully. But this is bad because I can't really see a breakdown of gender, male or female, um, young or old, diaspora or Somalia. Which, um, depending on, um, you know, that may influence one's decision. Obviously, the numbers are incredibly um, low. 755 is, is a low sample um, size. I would have liked, to be honest, for a Twitter poll to be maybe a thousand plus. Maybe I'll try this again and see. Um, but 755 for me was still very limiting. So I would have liked more, um, more data to make a consensus. All right, so another uh, thing about being Somali is, is being Somali limited to ethnicity and genetic component, right? Is also being Somali um, your nationhood? There's been a lot of discussions about Somali Nimov, Somali Bantus, and the fact that they've been discriminated against by Somalis in, that, in Somalia for a long time. There's also a question of how Somali Bantus got to Somalia in the first place. Did they get there voluntarily? What was Somalia's role in slavery? Um, again, understanding that at that point in time, Somalia as a country perhaps did not exist, but Somalis as people obviously did. In my research and reading, I found out that there are Somali Bantus who are indigenous to Somalia, and there were some that were brought to Somalia as slaves, but integrated into Somali society by intermarrying with Somali clans and amalgamating their identities with them. And also those who, although brought as slaves um, after freedom, retained their culture, language, and distinct identity. Somali Bantus who arrived as slaves in the 19th century have been in Somalia for about two centuries now, um, but they have faced continuous discrimination that entire time. 
so either subjugation as slaves and afterwards only relegated to menial positions in society as they were excluded from political, economic, and educational advancements. I believe that um, every nation must confront its own horrid past. How do we as Somalis deal with that knowledge, deal with the fact that um, that is part of our history and that Somali Bantus are still uh, discriminated against in our country and among our society, even outside of the country? Some Somali Bantus, uh, with the possibility of infinite resettlement in refugee camps, felt it necessary to send family members to their old homes to claim them as they were at that point still identifying with Somalia. But um, an elder Bantu gentleman made a note, and this is something that really, really uh, struck me. He said, we didn't know what freedom was. We have been let out of the cage and we don't want to go back in. Somalia was a prison for them. How do we move on from that? Um, do you think reparations are in order? How do we make amends? Do we collectively as Somalis even want to? I ask that question because I see some young people who have incredibly dangerous views that some of us were hoping were going to die with the older generations. And it seems like we have so much work to do. I would love to hear your feedback on identity. Um, there's also other uh, Somalis that said, what about the changing times? A lot of us are growing up in diaspora and even with both Somali parents still more identify with our adoptive countries. Some of us um, have hyphenated identities where we're Somali American. I identify with both America and Somalia. So how does our Somali Nima fare there? Are we Somali enough? Um, is that why then when we go back home, we're still not seen as quote unquote real Somalis um, by locals? Please send um, your feedback on identity regards full blood or half blood. What do you identify with? Um, so does a parent who raised you, if not both, influence that? And I had a short poll on that too. And finally, to answer the question, what makes a Somali a Somali? What do you think about the historic discrimination faced by Somali Bantus? And what sort of amends, if any, Somalia has to make to them in order for us to heal? و 
وحشك أدور ديل ديل أيوم تبادك كور رأي مربي دربا حالك وقوريدا قادوا ديل قبين أبين دلد Dorkai go 